You gotta watch got out. Got to, and that that fits in good with with this week. You know what I think the best way to approach dealing with the Illuminati is? I don't fuck with it. That's how I approach it. Exactly. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not. That's why I, I technically I don't believe in the Illuminati, but a little bit inside I believe in the Illuminati. But I don't because if I did, I couldn't couldn't go on. Right. 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 <laughs> I can't. I just couldn't bear it if I thought I, <laughs> the Illuminati was real. Yeah, man. What are you going to do? Pharaoh Mach thinks the Illuminati's real. Does he have that? Yeah, dude, because you know they put the virus in the latex. I was trying. Yeah. I was trying to look at uh, some of his uh, tweets, but he hasn't done anything since like 2017, and none of it was. He's not a real media hound. Yeah. yeah, he lays low. He's got a mystique about him. A lot of people don't even know who Pharaoh Mach is. Jared, this is the first time because of this podcast that I listened to this album, mm. and you've mentioned Pharaoh Mach. A bunch in the past, <laughs> and I, I just got to grin and, and be like, yeah, I don't yeah, Farrell Mosh, yeah. that's your fellow New Yorker right there. Wait, wait, from Queens, from Queens come Kings, from Kings come qu- whatever. Pharaohs kings from Queens, from fucking Queens Pharaoh, comes Pharaohs, yeah. Kings and Pharaohs. Where, where are we on that one, man? I don't know. That's that good though. I just like laying it. right out there. I like it. Yeah, representing Queens, New York. I built a I built a pyramid in the Bronx. No, I he had a, he had a little bit. Of, he, he was in a band called Organized Confusion with Prince Poetry, a.k.a. Prince Poe. And they did some stuff. They like three albums, I think. But yeah. by the time, like, I was like, near 2002, 2001, he, they broke up. He went solo. And probably his most famous song at that point was the uh, Simon Says, which... When are we talking about? Like 2002, 2001, yeah. in that area, I think. And the song Simon Says, which was notable for the sample of the Godzilla theme. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Night court? No, no, I mean the people's court. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. Uh, and it's, I like, it made Doug problems. They had, to, like, they had to pull albums from the show. I mean, it's one of those things. It was just kind of a disaster, but the song was kind of popular. Actually, if you watch the Dave Chappelle show, when he's Godzilla and he, he fucks yeah, the yeah. volcano, that, yeah, yeah. they're playing Simon Says. Cause oh, okay. Because it's, it's the... Godzilla theme. It feels like if you're in the know, you know who Pharaoh Monch is. Real hip hop. Like yeah. I don't even, I don't really fuck with the East Coast that much, Chris. Like you got to be good for me to, sure, see past the Mississippi. Well, it's a big country. Yeah, takes a while. It does coast to coast. But this guy, he was really. I, I know he was. Yeah, they probably came up about the same time. I call. I think of him as a contemporary of Eminem's. Like they both kind of came out about the same time. Yeah. Okay. There's a few echoes throughout this album that I hear um, with his flow and Eminem's flow, and not really uh, sounding the same. But mm. for some reason, I got reminded of it here and there. They're both really intricate. Yeah. Um, I throwing think, a lot of lyrics at you. I think Pharaoh has more to say, uh, to hand in hand with that skill, the the lyrical skill. They're both like. God MCs as far as their lyrical skill, but I think Pharaoh has a little more to say. Yeah, beyond uh, "fuck you, mom." 
murder my right. wife and throw her in there. He, he'll go there too, but it's somehow it's just a little more classy. Yeah, yeah. Like the last, there, there's a trilogy at the end of the album we'll get to that is reminiscent of a of a, a shady story. Well, I'm also finding that this album um, it, it changes pace in the second half. It's got a, it's got a different second half yeah. than the first half. Yeah, it just doesn't steamroll similar stuff from fucking A to Z. And this was after, this was like a five six year hiatus after his first solo album. Well, so he sat on that, this for Jared? a while. Why was Legal that? problems, disillusionment with the record labels. Well, and the, so he puts out his first album, Internal Affairs, yeah. in 1999. Yeah. And that's on Raucous. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's when he left Organized Confusion. 99. I had it a little later. But so now this thing right. comes out in 2007. That is a long time between eight, the first years, and yeah. second album. Yeah. Don't show off with your math skills. <laughs> fucking, you fucking... Goodwill hunting over there. Yeah, and he was he was touring and making. Uh, I, I don't have not seen that movie yet. I know I'm it, wasting, it has no effect I'm on wasting me. Like, Goodwill gold on you. I'll tell you what that Muse that the beginning of the Muse album that's it that's that's Gus Van Zant all over there. Gus Van Zant did a little secret production ghost written fucking production notes on that written. fucking track. Farrah ain't got no ghost writers. That's for sure. Like he's he's real hip hop. Yeah, and maybe he didn't put out an album in those eight years, but he was featuring and doing all kinds. Of, that's actually I did not really hear about him until he had a song. It's funny because I actually started hearing about him and Eminem at about the same time because of the Ruckus Records Sound Bombing Two compilation that featured uh, Eminem. song was like Any Man. Name of that, yeah. Any man that would throw you in front of a minivan full of mini thins, you know, <laughs> that was the song. With a driver who's on mini thins. <laughs> yeah. And Pharaoh Monch had a song in there called Mayor. And it was like this story song about how he'd like about spend a, a year getting close to the mayor so he could kill him because he, oh, for revenge. Dude, Peter Gabriel's got yeah, a song dude. like that. Similar. Fuck, fuck it. If I'm going to die, at least I shot the mayor. So that song from Eminem and that song from Pharaoh Monch on the album were like two definite standouts. I was okay. like, who the fuck are these guys? So where are you when you, when Pharaoh Monch? Monch. 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 And they were like, cut the chi-chi part. Yeah. Um, when he came onto your radar. That sound bombing album. I want to say that's like 2000 or 2001-ish. I'm, I'm hazy on it. You're early on that. So someone say, hey, you got to check. You gotta check out this guy. That compilation album just came out, and it was everyone's like, "This is the compilation album to get." You gotta check out this guy, Eminem. And nobody said anything about Ferramanch, but I, he was on there, and I heard it, so it counts. Nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I was like, "This guy's got something." I, I heard it. Duff Duff scant <laughs> six years later, I got an album. I heard a Duff McKagan song on a compilation album. It's called like Concrete Something. Um, it is like year four of this. Got a couple of the tunes on there were really good. Yeah. But oh man, Duff's was so bad. It was it was like the song's called Believe and it was like how you believe in yourself. Was Duff singing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there there's like a believe in yourself, yeah, right. You know, like one of those kind of yeah. emotional breaks in the song. Fucking Yeah, but it's so bad. But he's Duff. So hey, he's swinging. He's Duff. You know what I'm saying? That's the coolest moment. Yeah, Duff's gonna be all right. Hey. Goddamn I hear Duff's Duff name out of your mouth. <laughs> every time I'm in the SeaTac airport. What? Yeah, yeah. See the voice of the... <laughs> He's, he, there's two voices, and, and Duff's one of them. You're Hi, lying. this is Duff McKagan. Really? Yep. 
pulling my leg too I much. I swear to God. You play too I'm much, in, Chris. <laughs> I'm in SeaTac all the time, man. Really? Fucking Duff. Nice. I appreciate his vocal work. You know Duff is like Oprah rich, right? No, like, I don't Yes, know he is. I don't, I, I, yes. That, I'm going to say back it, back nope. it off a few notches. No, he's Gail Rich. Who? <laughs> Gail King. Gail, who's Gail King? O- Oprah's BFF. Oh, okay. All right. No, he's Oprah Rich, dude. He's got like Starbucks uh, on lock. He's Microsoft. The dude is like a brainiac. He, he went, to, he went name, to college. He name in Seattle. He's got dude. stocks like him. He's, he's good. Well, I'll tell you what. He is good. Yeah, no, he's not that's doing. Be all right. He ain't doing this sh- music shit for the money. He nah, got he got side money like fine. Sammy Hagar. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair <laughs> much. <laughs> <laughs> so when obvious, you know, after waiting six years after the sound bombing compilation, when this comes out, wow, because it is very different. There's a lot of singing on this album. Like it's not just. And he does some of the singing, but he's got guest singers too. He's got a decent voice. Well, in parts of this. Let's fucking crack it open, man. Because there's right. there's a lot of influences let's get right into on this. this thing. The intro, a very gospel sort of thing that happens here. Until he just got out of a record contract. <laughs> freedom. He doesn't have great things to say about the record industry on this album. It's a strong open. It's mm-hmm. a, you know, uh, oh brother, where art thou? Mm-hmm. Opens in a similar way. Are you paying attention yet? That's what that <laughs> says right there. Hey, I give it to you. Has, has great guitar samples. There's a slew of producers on this album too, like, a, like half a dozen. I'm not really sure who does which, and and he produces too, so it's like it's a group effort. Yeah, but one of the producers is the common vein through everything that Farrell Munch puts out, and it's a guy by the name of Lee Stone. Lee Stone? Yeah. All right. What's he all about? (laughs) I'm glad that you asked, Jared. Let me pull up Lee Stone Stone, uh, uh, page right here. Very... uh, well, this is like 12 years old now, so I guess it's a, it's not recent at all. It still feels fresh to me. Yeah, Breach. All right, Lee Stone made an impressive entrance into the adult entertainment industry in 1999, <laughs> presenting to the screen a handsome looks and ripped physique. I, all right. I, I don't, don't think, think that's that, the guy. I don't think that's the guy. That's the, that's so the there's guy. another guy by the name of Lee Stone <laughs> that has done some production and a bunch of other work. Maybe he's got a big hog, too, and he just does some side work. Lee Stone's swinging. Yeah, come on. He worked, uh, as, uh, from my research, on every one of Farrell Monch's albums. That's, he's, the, he's the fifth Beatle, huh? He's also produced a shit ton of other singles. So with this having a, a number of producers and, and kind of hands in the mix, mm-hmm. um, Lee Stone's one of them, but Lee Stone's been on everything that Farrell Monts has done. Gives him a call. It's like, I'm doing I'm doing another project. I got to have some of this. This is and Nigel Godric. This one? 
Yeah. Lee Stones is Nigel Godrich. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Nigel Godrich produced too? this joint, man. Can't you hear? Um, but Lee Stone comes from a heavy metal background. He was a drummer. And that kind of goes hand in hand with this album because this is beat heavy. Yeah. The big beats. Big, in his fucking words, elephant ball beats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which draws comparisons to. Uh, what? I'll explain why these city banks watch Ovia. Dude, <laughs> stupid. Clean. Uh, so it's like reminiscent of like big public enemy beats. All right. Which. You're cracking it right now. You know, foreshadowing. Com- for sure. The comparison, and that wasn't a mistake on our no, recording. That's how that's they recorded that Causing a bit. glitch in the Matrix. There has got to be a draw. We got to draw a comparison between Chuck D and Farrell Monch. Yeah. I mean, just Mike Attack. Yeah, and you know, he Farrell's our age, so you know he grew up listening to this shit out of Public Enemy. Absolutely. It screams it all over this. It, it, it's just that, you know, he doesn't... Uh, like, if Chuck D went solo... Mm. It feels like it would be kind of it mm-hmm. would be something like this. Well, there is a song on here that could have been done by Flavor Flav, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Always lots of guitars on his albums, though, and I appreciate that. A couple albums later, he'd sample uh, King Crimson in the court of the Crimson King, which is just ridiculous. You think any of this is live as far as uh, live recordings of like the drums? Cause it sounds some, like it, doesn't it? It does. It's and I don't know, but there's some of the bass drum sounds on here. It's got to be live. It sounds that way. And uh, that brings me to that there's a lot of air in this album. There's a lot of air in the instruments. There's a lot of, um, it just feels like space, you know? Um, It's not tightly cropped. It's not gated real hard. Um, It just feels like it's breathing throughout the whole pacing of this thing. No, most of it sounds like it is live (laughs) instrumentation. Looking through the credits, there's not a ton of samples, but you know, some interpolations or you as an element of this song. It's not really listed as samples, so they're just playing live, yeah. play it, like, root style. Yeah, yeah. And I like it. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> what I like it. Dude. Second. All right, this one features Showtime and Mello Machinko. Mello Machinko is all over this album. The female voice that you'll hear yeah. throughout this album, she's, she's all over it. Except for Hold On. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> I mean that the strings were sampled, but uh, this is everyday people. <laughs> this is just sitting on the stoop in the summertime, right? Mm. Even Grandma's shaking her hips to this one because that's undeniable, right there. Dude, I had this album when Seth and I were getting those shots uh, uh, for our movie we're working on. You and I, yeah, smoothie. Um, I had my boombox outside and we were listening to this album. And it was, it's the perfect, put it on. Sunny a, day. Sunny day, you got a bunch of people around, you, you, you're just chilling with your friends, whatever. This this whole thing paces out really nicely to either have on the background or put on your headphones and like mm-hmm. really listen to it. Or driving around, listening to it real loud in your car. Yeah. Windows down. That's how I pulled up to work today, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the hook on this one. Little showtime right there. 
with the old school O's, man. Yeah. That's the uh, uh, that's the um, Arrested Development that I feel in there. You know, you know this guy yeah. likes Mr. Wendell. You know, he's he's like ah, that's a good tune. Mr. Wendell's his biological father. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that like Tracy Morgan. Farrell <laughs> <laughs> Munch is my biological father. He's only three years older than me, but it could happen. Who, Tracy Morgan? No, Farrell Munch. <laughs> I think Tracy Morgan could be my... How old is Tracy? Whatever. Not old enough. Not to be my father. <laughs> oh, come on. Leave Richard alone, man. Come on. Oh, but he calls him rich. <laughs> They're close. So head, he pull, bobbing, he, head bobbing shit make you break sure. your neck. He, he pulls out the Rich Pryor. Uh, he pulls out MySpace later on in the album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I will mention the singing several times on this album. The, the hooks are great. I don't understand why there weren't hits on this album. What do you have for the singles? Desire? And Push, which yeah. is coming up. But yeah, this was a single. I, I, I don't know. should have been a hit to me. Yeah. But maybe when we look at the charts a little bit later at the halfway point, we might understand why it might not have been a hit. It didn't necessarily fit with the... Yeah. No, it, it, you know... It's I getting think, pretty blingy at this point. Yeah, for sure. And this just fits into that category of really good album. Yeah. You know, and... That middle ground, and I respectfully call it the middle ground because most music that comes to your ears, you know, that gets produced and whatnot, um, so you could actually fucking hear it, is good music, you know? They're not putting, doing good production, they're not putting a lot of money into fucking shit bands, you know? Right. Especially now Geffen. He's doing this on Geffen. Ah, uh, okay. You know? Big, big money Geffen. Big money Geffen. You're going to put out something good. Um but there's a there's a lot there's a lot of just really good music that you don't come across and that's where I'm yeah. sitting with this yeah well you, you got a great journey ahead because actually the next several albums that he's done since and he's done two or three since this one and they're all great you know who produced us no probably Lee, Lee your man Lee Stone <laughs> he does a, listen dig this he does <laughs> a concept album where uh, someone comes back from the future and guess what the future is good no it's very dystopian. Oh, bummer. <laughs> As any good concept album, there's a dystopian future involved. It's fucking great. All right. Uh, but this song, this was the Did other Kitty single. Did Lee help him with that one? He might have, man. You wish. This song, Push. Well, big beat again, but now you got the brass in there. Yeah. Who doesn't love that shit right there? Oh, there's the gospel choir. This is just... Chocolate on your peanut butter with maple syrup on top of that, a little yeah. dash of salt. And this balances out how the album starts. This is a, how, you know, we're bringing the gospel four back. songs in, including the intro, and we're bringing it back. It's saying, like, this. Oh, I'm not just going to trick this out there. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's a little Tower of Power horns going right there. Horns get me every time. Yeah, sure. Nothing is more majestic than horns. Uh, Bjork knows it. Yeah, yeah. Horns will get my fist bumping. I'll get fists in the air. Like, I just don't care if the horns come out. Dude, there's, a, there's actually a grip of albums we've already talked about that have at least 
uh, song or two there with some booming horns. Yeah, nothing shocking at the horns. Yeah. York got horns. Dirt was covered in horns. <laughs> Devil horns. <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Get some mellow. He ain't even rapped yet on this song. I think that's him singing right there, though. Telling you, it's letting him breathe. Minute and a half, we're still just rocking that hook. That's a, that's like a slice. Dude, this move. feels like seventies, man. Yeah, I feel like barbecuing. Yeah, making some ribs right now. Right, fucking electric companies playing in the background. <laughs> Crazy. Sesame Street animations. Oh, oh wait, hold on. Time to rap. I would put that he's uh, of the odds. He's up there. You want to make a top five of the odds? I'm throwing him in. Odds being 2007? 2000 to 2010. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, Tell me, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to whoever you think might be better, but I don't, I don't know. Like I said, I think he's better than, I think he wins over Eminem because of actually having something to say. Well, he, he, this guy. They um, call it woke now. We used to call that just conscious rap. Yeah. Which is funny because they mean the same thing. Yeah, you're yeah. conscious, you're woke. <laughs> is that it? I think. Yeah, yeah. It's a bummer. Nobody called me woke yet. Well, you know, you're not a father of daughters, Chris. That, did you know that automatically I'm, automatically I'm like 50% more woke than most people because I, I am a father yeah, of Yeah, no, you, you're woke. Yeah. You're for sure. Yeah. Oh, I was, wasn't worked on the fader, but God damn it. Here we go, Chris. Yeah, let's get it. Nobody does rap covers anymore. Or ever, anymore. And who started? Mm-hmm. You got like Jay-Z doing 99 Problems, but he just took the hook off of that from Ice-T. Yeah. Nobody does rap cover songs gotta be tough yeah it is he fucking nails this one it makes it good we were talking about public enemy earlier this is where he shows his love this is such a fucking like football stadium beat that he's throwing down <laughs> yeah yeah props to whoever the producer was on this one With that live guitar I mean, so draw a direct parallel to fucking Chuck D at this moment. Yeah, one degree. I love how he lets that breathe. It doesn't do the, the yeah. I'm going to bring that down because I'm going to bring it up because he does throw his own, he does throw his own rhyme in the middle of it, which, See, which you got to do, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's just great instrumentation right here. Feels live. That's live, right? Those drums? got to be. Is that Tom? <laughs> that's there, all that. Yeah, I hope that's live. It's not, if it's not, the hats off sounds live as shit. It's li- I'm going to say it's live. Yeah. It's live. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, being, being a guy our age growing up in New York, this, is, this was unavoidable. Yeah. Still, maybe the best rap cover going. I, yeah, because I, I just don't know. It might be the only rap cover. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't name another one. 
Unless you want to count like Walk This Way. But yeah. that's covering a rock well, song. We're talking the noise with rap Anthrax. On, but that's rap. That's rock on rap. This is rap on rap right here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, yeah, yeah. Those whatever those guys covered Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Whoever those jackasses were. You remember what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, this is a oh, terrible cover of Boys in the Hood. Oh, this is his verse right here. <laughs> Illuminati. Yeah. It just slips right in back into Chuck shit like it ain't no thing. That's so you, fantastic. You, you know what the number 50th top album of 2007 is? Hit me. Public Enemy. Oh. How you sell your soul. soul. To, to a, a soulless, soulless people, people who, who sold, sold their, their soul. soul. <laughs> That's when they were getting real. Uh, they were getting, getting real cute with their album titles, like "Music <laughs> in Our Mess Age." <laughs> Just Chuck hitting that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were man, good. Man. I gotta say, like, tell me the tell me the bad Public Enemy album. That's right. Yeah, yeah. No, they they did an instrumental called Yeah Yeah. That's There's right. No rapping. <laughs> yeah yeah. Parentheses. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no hats off to Pharaoh for like covering one of the greatest songs by one of the greatest bands. Yeah, he was able to make it um, unique too. Yeah. Welcome to the Terror Dome. Yeah. Live instrumentation, man. I, that kind of blows me away. Uh, I love the production. Love this the album. production on this album is is fantastic. Way to go, Lee. Yeah, no, Lee's crushing it. <laughs> this, as good as that was, he follows it up with one of the best battle raps of all time. What it is. Who's he talking to? I, you name it. I don't know if anyone's specific, but imagine, he doesn't, he's not a guy, <laughs> he's not a guy with a ton of beat, like nobody's yeah, like, he's just, he just throw, much. He just throw it out a battle rap. He is, he's like, yeah, suck on this one time. To whoever. <laughs> Come at me, bro. If he thinks it's about you, it probably is. What do you got to say about it? <laughs> so Queens to throw out a battle rap to nobody in particular. Yeah. Queens keep on making it. Brooklyn keep on taking it. Why? No, this is this is cold right here. Just just the first couple bars. I'm going to let them go by and tell me tell me what you, how you feel about it. I'll tell you what you, how you feel. What it is. Just the way that beat comes in like a heartbeat. <laughs> There's just points in this album where they 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 put in the people going oh after <laughs> certain lines because you can just see yourself sitting in this cipher. I love I love him just for calling out John Ritter, right? Much, me, oh yeah. wait a minute, no, in a good way. You don't lay in the cut like Neil Sporin. Oh, God. Flies all in my teeth. 
He's hungrier than Ethiopians fasting because he came out the fallopian blasting. Oh my god. Yo, it, that's kind of like the. I would, I would swim across the ocean. I'd climb any mountain. <laughs> I'm hungrier than an Ethiopian. Fasting. Than an Ethiopian fasting. Well, that's kind of redundant, uh, though. I think yeah. we understand that. <laughs> now I learned what pressing frisbees means. Pressing frisbees? Making records. Yeah. I didn't know that before this song. I, I, could, I put that together just hearing that. No hook on this song. It's just all verses. Shade. Oh, a little bit, maybe? Didn't know that he kept inside the knapsack. Today's niggas do skate by hits. Running your crib on some queer ride for the straight guy shit. But not homosexuals, they master in gunplay. Rearrange your furniture, fix your phone tray. They be swearing it's cute. But be up in the club, box cutter in the boot. It's so, I, I love it because I listen to so much West Coast rap. This, this is a treat. Like, <laughs> I mean, this feels like uh, like horror movie soundtrack, oh, yeah. um, like uh, Judgment Night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just that that mono, yeah. that repeating tone. Going Deep Undercover there. by like Dre and Snoop. Like, yeah, it's on, yeah. It's like uh, a Public Enemy on Quaaludes, kind of. Just <laughs> More like, ludes. Yeah. They tapped into the president's stash of ludes. That's why. Yeah, I love that song a lot. It's a little by the time I got to Arizona without going yeah, to yeah. a real heavy beat. Because I had that ba-bomb, ba-bomb. Yeah, man, he's, he's a man after my own heart. What can I say? Oh, featuring Mr. Porter on this song, When the Gun Draws, which is, you know. That's not good. No. It's like when the dick comes out. <laughs> nothing See, good. Nothing good happens. Leave it in your pants. Yeah. Uh, the anti-gun song on the album could be. Because as I mentioned before, Pharaoh is quite woke and conscious. And uh, he's not down with the gun violence. I would put this up with like 38 Special by Leonard Skinner as far as like best anti-gun songs. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. Just puts it. Starts out with this really unsettling sample. Like, I think it's real and it's just, oof. When a child can grab a gun, grab a gun. I know it's real because he just corrected himself right there. That's why it's fucked up. You don't know, man. It's kind of like when Tool took that phone call to... Uh, that phone call was real, dude. I gotta get you in the room with fucking Feral Mox. <laughs> Me and Feral got a moon landing. This beat is so like... Freddy like, Krueger <laughs> up in your eye. Oh my. <laughs> what is like the, le- the beat limps. Yeah. It's like a limping beat. There's Mr. Porter singing that hook. I respond to the index when you pull it. The trigger, so make a note, take a vote. Quick main, nicknames, quicker oats, cuz. What the domestic violence of coke deals? See, I lust to change, brain matter to oatmeal. And when I'm a shame on me. The fuck 
told you to put their names on me. Yeah, he's pulling no punches. Yeah. Love the way that face just kind of dances across. <laughs> if I don't kill you, I'll remind that ass when it's about to rain. <laughs> Cold. Yeah. Yeah, that song's great. No, it's hitting those. Uh, there's a nightmare on my street. Yeah, yeah. Kind of notes, but in not a joking way. No. I'm serious, that's a heart attack. Conspiracies, baby. I'm telling you, you're really pulling it out here. Yeah. Yeah. Get him on InfoWars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, he just, uh, uh, you know, Jiggy is obviously a reference to Will Smith. Mm-hmm. This has, a, seriously, a nightmare on my street kind of fucking vibe. <laughs> you think he's calling him out? <laughs> I, I don't. I, no, I don't think he's calling him out. I th- or calling I, out his that he's. I think he appreciates his influences and celebrates them wherever they're coming from. And I'm not saying he's trying to do a nightmare on my street kind of thing, but it is this horror movie staccato approach with a little bit of a creepy bass throughout. Blink, blink, blink. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, uh, like aware of his um, influences and then make some art with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Powerful. There's not really a lot of rap songs that are, I mean, anymore, I should say. Yeah, Boogie yeah. Down Production. You know, KRS-One was, he was woke enough to be anti-gun, but there are not a ton of them out there in general. And rock, it, rap, anything. There's not really a ton of sites. There's like about six really good anti-gun songs. Yeah, all it takes is to be on the wrong side, and then you're anti-gun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think that was Jared. a song by Crosby, Stills, and Ass. <laughs> and we're anti-gun. <laughs> Let's go. This was a single, and you just that's why, right? That's a single. That comes on the. That comes on the radio. I'm turning it up. That's about what this song is. I mean, it's just a no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Number thirty-seven on the top fifty albums of two thousand seven is Jay Z, American Gangster. Mm. That was kind of like the. Uh, was that the like soundtrack to the movie? That's what that I'm was thinking. a tie-in, I think. Yeah, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. It was a great movie. I don't remember much about the album. Feels like fucking Pheromon should be doing a soundtrack to a movie like that. Yeah. I mean, Jay-Z was still super large at that point. Dude, I see Denzel walking down the street <laughs> right now with this fucking plane. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? I understand. I understand. I understand. I understand. 
time just to get rid of me. Stop Pharaoh March from having verbal epiphanies. Now that's new definition to your own worst enemy. Woo! <laughs> Big Pete not afraid to amen himself. I love it. About halfway here. I, let me bust out the. Let me bust out. Let me tell you what was top ten that week. All right, all right. We got top fifty. <laughs> it's not that long ago. Two thousand seven. That's twelve years ago. That's a long time to some people, but yeah, men our age. That's that's yesterday. Yeah, sure. And I mean, he had an album come out in two thousand eleven called War. W-A-R. Yeah, very good. And the and his fourth album was PTSD. Yeah. And that's in uh, 2014. I think that was his most recent. Yeah. But uh, also, well, his most recent album, he's done a shit ton of guest appearances from 1999 to 2018. He sought after. Yeah. He's recognized. Again, never really came across my fucking rapper until you brought it up. Like a comedian's comedian. He's kind of a rapper's rapper. Yeah, yeah. If you're in the know. But fucking 2007, June of 2007, Amy Winehouse was, I believe, still alive, and Back to Black was number 10 on the charts. She's a talent. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Number 9 was the Traveling Wilburys collection. Greatest hits. <laughs> they made a little comeback, hit the charts. Obviously, they're talents. Uh, 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 speaking of obvious talents, DJ Khaled, We the Best, number 8. I think that's when we must have first ran into that clown. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna, Good Girl Gone Bad, was number seven. I love me some Riri, and that's a known fact on this show. <laughs> I don't have to. Um, I don't have to belabor that. Nice. We we'll just, we'll just keep moving on. Me and I'm down with Riri. It's just uh, you know what, rap sketches. <laughs> I'm gonna come back to that because he does this little thing. But uh, minutes to midnight, Lincoln Park, number six. Rest in peace. T-Pain, T-Pain, Epiphany, number five. The, talk, talk about auto-tune. Auto-tune pain. The father of auto-tune. Maroon 5 at number four. If he's the father of auto-tune, Cher's got to be the mother. Yeah. Cher's got to be the fucking Benny Jesuit of auto-tune. <laughs> but Roger Troutman is the fucking Paul Atreides of the vocoder. Do you know who Roger Troutman is the son of? Colonel Troutman Shit. First Blood. Yep. Yeah? And he's like, I'm not going into the military, Dad. I got a vocoder. I'm going to vocode, Dad. Check out computer love. Dude, but still, like, for real, though, like, I want to be your man. By Roger Troutman, that's, that's a stone jam. That's, <laughs> I've been talking about, like, uh, you know, your Amazon.com. the lights when you say that. Amazon, Amazon Music uh, Fuck Jam playlist. If, I'm, if I want to be your man by Roger Troutman's not on there, you're fucking up. You know, if the second half of this album isn't on your fucking fuck jams, <laughs> isn't that the truth? All of a sudden, hang in there because this album's coming hard. Yes, heavy hitting uh, lyrically, big fat beats, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're like, let's, let's not voice our opinions anymore. Let's get down to just... <laughs> true, true. I don't want to talk about that because speak the true, true. <laughs> I still haven't seen that Cloud Atlas either. Oh, that's fine. You don't have to. All you got to know is about True True. <laughs> and I'm just skipped to number one, which was Big Dog Daddy by Toby Keith. It was Which not is just like this album. Ever, so, dude. you know, whatever. It's the same album, this one and that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Number eight album of 2007 was Kanye. Graduation. That's a great album. That is a great album. That's, that's good. That's good. I would have loved to see Kanye make a record full of beats for Pharrell Munch. 
Okay. And nobody, now I'm nobody listened to me. Uh, You're listening to I'm me. I'm listening to you now. Hip hop was not listening. I, to I so easily want to write off Kanye because I just don't want to go into that. Because he's a clown. I don't want to go into the world. He's a complete clown. I would speaking of clowns. I'd rather go into the Joker's world than fucking <laughs> Kanye's world. Kanye got problems, but he, he's touched. He's touched by an angel. <laughs> what was number seven album? Two thousand seven. The whole year. 2007. Boy, was I so checked out on anything like uh, we got Rihanna, we got uh, what, maybe like Adele or something? What do you got? Oh, Arcade Fire. Oh. And that was Neon Bible. It's right there, sitting vinyl right there. That's the one. Dude, that's you a great literally album. have it right behind fucking Ben Franklin there. My, bro- <laughs> <laughs> Who's My that? Bro- <laughs> that Abe Lincoln. Yeah, Abe Lincoln, same fucking guy. They're both going to hell. Did he play an instrument, Abe Lincoln? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah what um skin flute is well, allegedly well, but uh if you can heft an axe dot 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 that's what i'm saying this is his little white album moment where he puts the little does the uh, wkrp flipping through the radio stations oh, move yeah, yeah. with a pretty choice bc boys uh parody coming up Baby, if you ever wonder, touch my monkey. Leave my eye, Minky. That's just like right out of CB4 with the, I'm just a human being. being. Hilarious. Oh, this is, this is the song I think could have been performed by, uh, what's his face? (laughs) Flavor Flav. This is the Flavor Flav song. Like if he, if he's into public, this song could have done, but this is a flavor jam if I ever heard one. What's it called? Body Baby. Because it's just kind of goofy and fun. I mean, already. Okay. A little fun piano in there. Some swing dancing happening. Yeah, yeah. This, man. Long skirts. Doing the Lindy. I can do the Lindy. You know yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll like a jitterbug to this. No. I got floss to this. Lindy. Do some, do some dabbing. Charleston. Do some dabbing and flossing. Fun baseline. See, I feel like he's kind of capping the first half of the album with this. Yeah, yeah, right. This is we're gonna make a turn after this. Yeah. I will not fail. Please take a glimpse of the time at your own risk. I will not fail. The hook is kind of fun on this one. You want my body, baby? Like little Elvis right there. That's a video. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Him dresses Elvis. Get the fuck out. Yeah, man. There's a video for this? Yeah, dude. Shit. (laughs) You can see it. 
This is fun, like the way, like Hey Ya is fun. Yeah. And in, in, in a bunch of reviews, they bring uh, not Hey Ya, but uh, who was that? Andre 2000, what was Outcast? Yeah, yeah. There's a few because of this track. There's a few Outcast. Um, yeah, I can see that comparisons. Which Jackson. I don't get through a lot of the the rest of the album, especially that first half. No, but that's not I can see it. Yeah, but that's part of this is you can see his influences. I think I've hit this, uh, you know, earlier, but you can see his influences coming through. But I'm not angry at him. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a pop culture for rap. Yeah, pop culture for rap. <laughs> <laughs> and C3PO. To beat three cases, you know, see three POs. <laughs> Damn it, that one still gets me. I know it's a good one. Brilliant. Break down a little soul clap. Give it to me. More guitar. Yeah, and that doesn't feel like a keyboard <laughs> clap. That feels no. like eight people in a room. Uh, take twenty-three. <laughs> take twenty-four. Uh, Margaret, you're peeking on your clap. Can you back away from the microphone? Get out of the inches? booth, actually, with your big palms. Margaret, <laughs> get, your, you got, get your freaky big palms out of the booth. Get your goddamn callous man hands out of here, Margaret. <laughs> your clapping sounds more like you're hitting a kid. <laughs> we don't need you here. You're right. Is this where we start to get a little romantic? Yeah. Like, he can, he can rap about... You notice there's been no bitch or hoe talk in this Mm-mm. whole thing so far. No, the mudslinging's happening happening towards uh, more of an establishment. The man, yeah. Other rappers, yeah. The higher power. He respects the ladies, though. Yeah, and that's why I like him. Mela Machinko making her return. Okay, so boom, like. I'm at the bar, right? I'm at the club. I'm chilling at the bar. I got my drink, you know I drink my Grey Goose. I turn around, my drink in my hand. Okay. Shorty all over me, you know what I'm saying? Everybody looking at my face like, yo, what you gonna do? I'm like, look at that, I'm like, I'm like, woo! Let me adjust myself. She making it hard, I don't trust myself. But you throw in the back, I might bust right here. You dancing like you really trying to... Right here, if you don't feel that roll of quarters, move that bubble back, hold that border. He's starting to have more character with his uh, with his rhymes, yeah, yeah, and and with his approach onto the mic. Oh, Jesus Christ, onto the mic. He's having a change of approach. He's having more fun with it. Yeah, a little more character to it instead of straight down the barrel. You know, it's really hard to do like romantic rap songs. I think. Like, if you're not L.O. Cool J, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need, I need love. Yeah. Round the way, girl, you know. And even then, you're like, mm, yeah. But this is, I, I put this on. If uh, you had a lady over at your place, you're having a little nightcap. Yeah. Things are going well. Yeah. She might dig you. She's, She's definitely going to dig you. You put this on. Yep. Well. I mean, yeah. if you're bending over the stereo with your ass sticking out, oh, maybe man. not. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> was, that's my, that's my that's move, though. That, come on, take that back. <laughs> <laughs> there's another half of that crack waiting to be discovered. Oh, there's like seven or eight more inches of crack coming your way. You know what they say about plumber's crack? 
drip, drip, drips. <laughs> she like music so much, she got two iPods. <laughs> uh, he made her MySpace top eight. That's yeah. some 2007 yeah. for you right there. <laughs> Low cut jeans, the real high clogs. Yeah, I'm down with that. Now he's painting a picture. Yeah. Horizontal can never be a sexy term, though. You think? Yeah, never. Yeah, I do think. I do think anytime you try to sexily say horizontal, I think he pulls it off. <laughs> nah. He's having fun. He's having fun now. He knows, like, this is, we we're, you know, drinks are being mixed right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, after parties kicking off. There's no, yeah, exactly. People getting in no that skins mood. touched. People getting in that mood. Yeah. Cause that's one thing people like to do at the after party. Yeah. Get in the mood. Well, you know what? I think in the after party, they'd like to see, uh, where the options are. That's closing time. How the night's closing time. How the night's going to develop. (coughs) She's like, man, I'm good enough to go home. Maybe I'll stay for a little bit longer. I don't know. What's the next song? Hold on. Featuring the stoner priestess herself, Erica Badu. Like, if you don't just want to kick it with with Badu. This is how I know this guy knows what he's doing. Is because he drops that track we just listened to. Mm -hmm. And everything we just said. And then... He's like, yeah, I know. Erica Badu. Singing about black is beautiful. Do you know that? Yes. You do? Like when she says that, I want to answer her. (laughs) She's speaking to me. Don't you ever worry about that because you're very beautiful. Thank you, Erica. Do you know you're beautiful? Yes. Are you ready? I think so. Yes, yeah, for the children. Oh. That percussion in the back too. It's like a salsa beat. This is when you're staring at each other. You, you finished mixing your drinks <laughs> a few other people are like alright I'll see you later Jared yeah right, you have a good night me and Erica are gonna get down to smoking the rest of this sleep listen to this wannabe Isley Brothers track right here yo I'm gonna go in the back and roll a joint and uh get in my bathroom <laughs> okay Jared I thought we were gonna watch Dune together but I guess I think you're missing the point of this song this is about this is about black beautifulness not Dune <laughs> six degrees of separation, my friend. <laughs> yeah, Zendaya's gonna be in Doom. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. I love Erica Badu. You know that song? You better call Tyrone. No. Don't make me sing it, Chris. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but it's that's the cut. I feel like her voice is hardwired into certain parts of your brain. Yeah, 
her and Macy Gray were like the two ladies in R&B at that point. We're just like, damn, she's cool. Yeah. Like, I dig her, too, like, in a, you know, like, I dig her. But I also think, like, we would have a good time, like, just chilling and talking, just taking walks. You hope. Conversing. Yeah, no, no. I just feel like we would would hit it off. Yeah. And, you know, maybe she would think I was funny or cool a little bit. Right. and we would just be, I would settle with just being friends, really. I'd live, I'd, I'd take the friend zone with Erica Badu. Yeah, you'd get text every now and then, maybe yeah. fucking go get some pizza. Yeah, I'm in town. What's good, boo? Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. That's cool. You're on your journey. <laughs> yeah, me too. I don't know. You know who's make really making a play to join that, that Macy Gray, Erica Badu, cool uh, stone chick? Uh, you didn't. Oh, you didn't watch the Grammys, but Alicia Keys. That she's the new. Oh. She's the new like kickback. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I could she, see. She it. needs to host the Grammys every year. Did she host this year? Yeah. All right. I'm, Sounds like she made an impression. I'm down with Alicia Keys. Totally, man. Anybody no make, no makeup piano, wearing. I want to talk to anybody who can play the piano like that. She played two pianos at the same time at the Grammys. Man. Left and right. Now you're talking crazy. Like, nah, nah, like, a, like a prog rock guy. Were they, it's like, <laughs> were they both full on pianos? Full, like two grands. She just sitting between two grands and just did a little off the cuff the little cover my set. Next solo album sitting between two, two grands. grands. <laughs> 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 it's going to be a less probably cool spectacle of me spread eagle trying to play two pianos. Mm. I got a song called Chop Dicks. <laughs> Chopsticks. <laughs> Am I saying Chopsticks? <laughs> I think it's Stop Chris. I don't think shit was sexy enough yet. No. Please, let's get this, this getting sexier by the minute. So good. Uh huh. Yeah, he disagreed with you. <laughs> he knows. I know this this is, I might need this to put is, this one on the this playlist. This is the part of the album where now you're sitting on the couch and you're like, I don't know, we could throw... This is still playing, by the way. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know, we could throw on a movie or something if you want to watch a movie. Um, or... And then that's a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that's open-ended as hell. And then you're sitting uncomfortably next to each other. Oh, is that a, is that a thigh touching? I think that's a thigh touching. Shit. Yeah, see, this is not predatory Me Too like kind of shit. This is we're on the same yeah. page. People forget amidst all the this Me Too business. Ladies like to fuck too. They just you just gotta be the whole consent thing has to go down. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it down and mansplain it all Dude, to you, you Chris. The music out for so that. That I could just say, <laughs> don't forget amidst everything. <laughs> Especially if you got a you got a steady boo. Listen, they got needs. They got needs, and when they hear music like this, their needs start to rise to the surface. Dude, this is where I would uh, basically in the night. This is where I would start shaking. <laughs> I've been accused of being cold, and I'm like, I'm not cold. <laughs> All the blood is in my wiener. I have no circulation. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> the guitars, man, the 
all the way through this right here. 70 black zodiac poster positions. Venus and Mars is the god. Zodiac poster positions, see? Yeah, he's talking about fucking Pisces right there, dude. One fish going one way, the other fish going the other way. This guy in the boat thinking, like, what do you want from me? Vegetarians is all like, what? Did you say vegetarian? Yeah, dude. It's terrible. Oh, okay. Maybe it's not terrible. No, she said it's good. It's very princeish. We're like, he, he's getting a little nasty, but like, he, he can't be mad at him. Yeah. He's so it's he's so rakishly, like roguishly, rakishly. Rogue. <laughs> I'm a I'm the raking rogue. Yeah. Th- that descending fucking piano line. That descending keyboard line. Mm-hmm. Mm. Bing, 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 bing. That is so good. It's so good. I, that yeah, that's going on the playlist. I just decided I might have a third kid. <laughs> that song is so good it might fight all the way through my vasectomy. <laughs> that song is so good it'll reverse your vasectomy. Yo, man. Don't listen with caution. <laughs> It might just loosen something up. <laughs> You're not ready for that? My semen built bridges. <laughs> Unties knots. Yeah. This Now we get... This is uh, the trilogy. This is what closes out the album. This is an epic right here. It's nine minutes. We're going to have to come in and out at several different points. This song makes various Dude, turns and twists. At this, at this point in the album... Coming in and out is starting to happen. And this is this is the fucked up part because after all those last three songs, this is heavy petting might be happening at this point, yeah, and yeah. he really fucks the mood up kind of hard. <laughs> he sets the groundwork, then he cock blocks like a bastard right here. Yeah, I think part of him is hoping you're not paying attention at this moment. Maybe. I now pronounce <laughs> and white. Oh, it's not so good anymore. It used to be so good. What did he just say? Somebody got married. Yeah. Got Muse playing the piano right there. Another limping beat. Cops coming, shots fired, babies cry, I cry, wish you now, the chains were this is just my life. Cops coming, shots fired, babies cry, I cry, wish you now, the chains were this is just my life. Why is my wife bleeding? She covers a face paramedically. <laughs> what do you say? Nothing. She's not breathing. I'm a little confused about what it is I'm seeing. Plus, there's a naked man on my lawn. Police this is where he kind of veers towards Marshall Mathers territory. Yeah, totally. Last thing I remember is I received a text page from Julio who expressed that I left my cell phone in the studio. Fucking right there. Next to a six pack of old dudes and some soul food. <laughs> and I was on my way home. Magic Expressway to use the payphone, but fuck it. 
Cause my wife isn't back from a trip. I sneak the kitchen to the house and she'll never expect me. Set that Gonna go. Leaving the studio, gonna go surprise his wife. He's got the best of intentions. This can only go perfectly. Mm hmm. Cops are coming, shots are fired. How did this? He kind of he kind of Tarantino's this story and starts in the in the middle, painting a picture again, man. Yeah. Did I already say that was Mr. Porter back again on the hook. Oh. <laughs> this is Curtis Mayfield on right here, like so hard. Those influences coming out again. Put the gun in my hand. Told me go take my revenge. Killing him won't make it go away. It's a real unflinching, unflinching, intentional approach to this whole album. I tied his hands behind his back to the nightstand fast. Ropes made bruises on his light skin ass. <laughs> See, I, I could play games too. Yeah. That's what I told him when he came to. Now look, see what the game and the fame do. Made a deranged mind out of someone in your same crew. Fuck, man. We grew up together. Run the MC tougher, tougher than, than leather. leather. The same outfits, 42s, taking flicks like... What? Shit. Why did you fuck my wife, man? You should have took my life, man. I switched the gun into my right hand. The sweat accumulated on his forehead. I saw red, he said... Was it worth it, man? Total, total shady, some shady move right there. He put the gun. Yeah, but somehow classier than than Eminem beating the shit out of his wife. Yeah, somehow a lot of backstory. <laughs> somehow, for some reason, you know what? <laughs> I don't know a lot of backstory on Pharaoh Monch. And no, no, he's got to put it on Front Street, right? Pharaoh's kind of. I'm not doing uh, either of them equal. No, Pharaoh's a little more uh, private person. Like, this is obviously is a story made up, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he feels like a guy with a really good imagination. Yeah. I don't feel like um, he's coming up with... This is life experience. No. Okay. You, you see what I'm going Wait hear his this. album about coming back from the future. <laughs> <laughs> Bro got an imagination. He's got he's got the imagination. So there, as an artist, he's coming from a place that he can project himself to, right. and in very many different situations. But um, Eminem's obviously he's got that ability, but he also doesn't mind talking about himself. Carlos isn't value. really talking about himself. He's talking about things that he's pondering. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And with that, he gets to extrapolate of like. If I was going to make a song arrangement about this, boom, I'd throw... <laughs> the sonic I, I, equivalent of OJ's If I Did It. Yeah, <laughs> I think, I th- honestly, I think there's a lot of Jurassic 5 in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they had the jazz samples, like, a lot. They got the jazz samples. They have a, a tactile appreciation for what their influences are. And I know I keep hitting that note, but um, I don't mind it. And to make a parallel... Number two album of this year is fucking Radioheads in Rainbows. Oh shit! And I think well, Radiohead also fucking throws that out there, where they you see where some of their influences are coming from, and they take it, spin it around, 
and um, throw it back out. Mm-hmm. I feel like Farrell Monch is doing that as well, especially in this album, where you see Public Enemy, I see Jurassic 5, um, and a number of other appreciations for instrumentation. The Beastie Boys. Beastie, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, almost pop culture. Man. Um, and he, he does a great job of putting this album out. It's one of my favorites for a reason. I'm glad you turned me on to it. I wish I had a better ending to that fucking diatribe, <laughs> quite honestly. This is almost like a, uh, who are those guys? Porter's head? Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, there's, there's mermaids swimming, me. silhouetted with wavy arms. But, I mean, right here, there's the Fugees. Yeah, yeah, right. For sure. That whole chorus is fucking Fuji's. Now that you said that, I... Yeah. Those strings are definitely keyboard. Like, they didn't they didn't put the money in to be like, uh, we don't need to get a fucking orchestra in here to record this shit. Yeah. I think that same thing with the hi-hats there and probably in conjunction the whole drum track. I think it's a real multimedia situation. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's just 90s trip-hop right there in a big way. Which is so smooth. Yeah. That was a good maybe, time for... Maybe because of growing up, I'm hardwired into really appreciating that or having that, you know, hit a certain part of my fucking brain. But that... I mean, it tastes of Sade. Mm. Yeah. And then Smooth operating. Yeah, just throws (laughs) Fuji's on top of it. And then you take those two and put them in a blender. Whatever smoothie you get out of that is going to fucking taste great. Remind me to put Sade on the playlist. Oh, what's her second album? God damn. Oh, man. We might have to do that podcast naked, Chris. Dude, I, seriously, we'll put it. We'll put it ninety-eight degrees in here, body temp. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, okay, I'm feeling. Yeah, I think we run the same temp, okay. dude. I don't think uh, one's no. hotter than the other, no. man. I got a fever. We'll get it nice here. We'll put a towel under the fucking doorway so we don't lose that heat or feel a draft because we're gonna be sensitive as fuck listening. To Let's just do that one shots. in August. Hell yeah. You in a fucking sweatboxes thing? <laughs> Dude, we're going to have to have headphone mics so oh. we can walk around the room or lay down as we feel appropriate. Yeah. I'm going to get some fucking chill off of this cement floor. <laughs> You're going to be putting your arms over your head like some creepy Russian with in a With the white pigs, man. Throw it in. <laughs> Just going to be going crazy. Dude, hit me with the fucking olive branch, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Taking shots of vodka and drinking weird tea. <laughs> Cayenne and honey. We fast for like four days. Eat some mushrooms. Oh. Listen to Shade's second album. Yeah. Can we just? What are you doing the rest of the night? I <laughs> do. <laughs> I'm not going to. Maybe talk it's the you. album got me in the mood. I think uh, to hear more sexy music. But uh, yeah, man. Was that the last track? That is the last official track on this album. There are bonus tracks. Like if you got it, the UK or the UK. Uh, well, how song. far do you want to go down? 
I got, I got, don't mind rolling a, a a bonus track. All right. What What are you thinking? Let's roll the bonus track. We will end strong after that thing, probably on a huge laugh. <laughs> the number one album of two thousand seven was LCD Sound System. Sounds of Silver. Remember that it? one? No. Me neither. <laughs> no idea. Kings of Leon were in there at number 14. Was there Sex on Fire? Is that Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon? I, that's, that's I like, didn't even write that. That's, didn't Pete, even... that's Pete KOL right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you how we accidentally wrote Sex on Fire a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the fucking shit? <laughs> you're, like, you're already writing so existing hard, song. And you're like, God, that kicked. And then someone goes, yeah, that's because it was Sex on Fire. God damn it. <clears throat> One of the worst things, slightly beyond that, I feel, is when you uh, when you write a song and you're like, "God damn, that sounds like Smashing Pumpkins," except for it's not as good. Jeez, <laughs> that's great. Weird backhanded compliment. You wrote a Silver Sun pickup song. Yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Dude, speaking of which, I think we should visit in the future, not ne- necessarily next episode, but fucking Siamese Dream. With Steve-O. Okay. Steve-O's chomping at the bit. He and I have listened to that album together a bunch. And Siamese Dream is a great second album. I don't know if necessarily better than Gish. But I don't think Solid nonetheless. Solid nonetheless. The argument can be made. Solid nonetheless. Solid. Nevertheless. Solid. Solid nonetheless. (laughs) Okay, wait a minute. We gotta get back to Pharrell Munch. All right. Um... The song's called Book of Judges. And if you were in the UK when this album came out, you already know this song. What guitars? America the ugly raped my mother. The oh shit. My oh, sister hold up. Separated my brother. Murdered my children. Hung my father. Now they want me to rock the vote. The fuck's why Barbara. Chuck D much? This was not on my iTunes iMusic. My mind's too sharp, my brain's too clever My spine is too strong, every line pulls a lever Limitless rhymes for the indigenous, the remedy Why wouldn't you put this on the album for everybody? So special about the UK Behold my epiphanies and read them and weep what you you want to say something right now? No, no, just that uh, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're an artist, maybe you want to have some shit where it's just released in the UK. Right. Well, I mean, it's yeah, that's faith no more, right there, right? Rap rock was a little fucked out at that point, though, so I can see, you know. This is also Kravitz. He's right. But Limp Bizkit had ruined everything by this point, so th- I, I I get it. That is like, Limp Bizkit never dropped anything that funky. Yeah, but this yeah this doesn't fit with the rest of the album. This is album. Lenny Kravitz trying to play a Rage Against the Machine song right here. What, you know, what position are you going to put this in on the album? Fifth song? You're going to put this, yeah. you know, right before the change? It's going to be too harsh. And you can't end with this because you ain't done fucking yet. <laughs> <laughs> this comes on, you're going to be like, oh, I, oh, I could bust one of this. This <laughs> 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 
That's not how you do it. <laughs> no, it's like 311 and Lenny Kravitz and Rage Against the Machine tried to have a party together. Yeah, I'm not feeling it. But you gotta do it. He's, yeah. gotta, he's gotta throw it out there. Uh, yeah. This is the Duff McKagan Believe song <laughs> right, right here. Is it, I'll tell you what, Lee Stone, despite his fucking movie career, did a good job of keeping this off of the album for the U.S. release. It would have been a great B-side, though. Maybe it was. It's a B-side. This is a know, solid man. B-side, I think. The thing is, uh, to, to take play devil's advocate and just really bash this thing, <laughs> um, he's doing fucking drum fills. Mm. Have you heard any drum fill on this album? It's oh, right. to to do a drum fill. You also need a certain structure of song and a certain like that's where it belongs kind of <laughs> you know drum fill uh, section. The whole rest of the album doesn't build up to that. Doesn't address it. Fucking PE's not doing big ass drum fills. The uh, Jurassic Five's not doing big ass drum fills. There's uh, is out of place. This whole mm. thing's out of place. You're Plus, out of order. This yeah. song's out of order. They could have brought those fucking lead guitars down a little bit. That was never. Harsh. You shut your mouth. Guitars are always supposed to be loud, <laughs> dude. Guitar was not a popular instrument until like the '60s, man. The '60s, man. <laughs> that was Book of Judges. I give it a solid B. Most of the songs on this album are A to A minus, so I can see why it would not make the cut. I think it was smart to leave it off, whereas um, Muse, those uh, that that last track, uh, I fucking dug that last track. That wasn't the on Japanese your bonus album. Yeah. track. Yeah, so that can happen. Yeah, you know? this one I'm I'm fifty fifty. So yeah. this this one not for. I don't know that if I would take that song over song. Body Baby. Like I, the, no. The, Really? You, you don't? I, would, I wouldn't replace any song on this album for that song. Okay. Okay. Doesn't feel doesn't doesn't feel like it's a part of it. It feels like that song uh, wasn't missing. I, I don't hear that song and, and that's what I'm saying. Know. It's not going to be the last one because you can't end that no. album that we just listened to. You can't end on that. No, no. Tr- trust the man. He knows how to sequence his album. Apparently, Lee Stone. <laughs> Said, no, Pharaoh, I will not do it. Let that record go. <laughs> nice. Nice work, dude. Yeah. Oh, I might not get it that cute again on this episode. Well, Jared, I bet on the next episode. Yeah, peace. Smoke weed every day.